Hey listeners, this is JT. Yep, Apostle JT on the line again. This is the podcast that brings awareness to open you up to some possibilities of changes. Not limiting yourself to one way or another, but looking at things from all types of different perspectives. Here's our goal today to bring some enlightenment into your house that maybe you'll take this and run with it and share it with somebody else about the goodness of what you learn. And if not, maybe it just stimulate a thought for you to push forward to something new in your life. Hey, with that being said, I got my best friend on the line with us. You know, we got the man of the elder, Elder Brian, the legend Baker, is on the podcast. Go ahead and say hello. Good evening. Oh, good evening. Really? We can't do better than that? Hello. <laughs> hey, listen, we're here to have some fun today. I want to just celebrate you today, but I want to bring you to a place of a thought. You know, a thought that's going to provoke an idea that's going to cause you to move. That's right. Move. And I want you to move out of where you are into something new. Here's the thing that I want to talk to you about. Many of you all consider yourself entrepreneurs and many of you have dreams to do great things in ministry, in life or in your personal goals and endeavor. Some of you all in school, some of you are seeking to do better and, and, and you just got your mind doing a lot of things. You got to be careful because some of you will get scatterbrained because you have so many hands in the pot that you don't know what direction to go in. So I want to talk to you today about this scatterbrain syndrome that we all get from time to time. You know, when you take too much on and then you're trying to look for answers. But but the problem I'm having is most of y'all blame other people because of your failure. You won't take credit for you putting too much on the plate. You won't take credit because you fall, find yourself falling through the cracks. In other words, I did a podcast before I call it the Humpty Dumpty Syndrome, where you get yourself on a high perch and you fall down and you look for everybody to fix you up when the only person can fix you up is God himself. Well, this is the problem that we're having. And you know why I'm here? Let's go to church with it. Let's go with the now day church. You got so many people in here talking about they want to do more for God but you don't want to put the work in. You want to sit up there in the front row and be the dignitary and tell everybody how good God is. Testimonies can't stop at your mouth, but your life don't line up with what you're saying. You're not willing to meditate, fast, or pray. Oh, you say, well, fasting, or whatever. You are not willing to do what it takes to get over the hump. You'll hide around, and don't get me started on y'all church jumpers. You know, every Sunday y'all got a new place to worship, and you only stay there long enough until the pastor calls you out on the mat, and then all of a sudden you get mad with the pastor or the first lady or the second lady or the third lady or the fourth lady, the fifth, sixth, and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You find fault in every church you go in, and the main fault is the fault in you. Yep, I'm talking to you. It's time out for this, man. Listen, you all. You want to be the best Christian you can be. You will never be the best Christian. And yes, I said never be the best Christian in any capacity if you don't learn how to first hold your own self accountable for your actions. Oh my God. You, you cannot sit up here and be the greatest of nothing if you can't fall, find your pitfalls and your failures. I don't care who you are. I don't care what title you ride on. If you cannot take the time and do a self-evaluation and point out the things that you're failing in to be fixed, you will never reach the level of success. Uh, success. Uh, I can't even say the word. What is the word, Baker? Success. Success. Exactly. You know what? Don't you get tired of hearing 
these type of messages come around over and over and over and over again because God's trying to get your attention that you got to kill that pride and all those other things attached to it just so you could surrender so he can build you up go ahead go ahead Ed, I'm done I'm done nah scatter brain explain scatter brain what I'm using in this topic is when you can't focus on one thing you start off with it and all of a sudden poop you went to somewhere else. Poop, you back to another. Poop, never coming back to the full circle of where you're at because you got your mind on so many things. It's just like scrambled eggs. And when you mix it up, you put it as one, but you start scraping it up, you got all these individual pieces and it will never come back to be that full egg again because it's all scattered apart. That's my version of scattering. You may see it as another definition, but in the sake of this podcast, I'm talking about all you have is all scattered around and you're trying to grab from this piece to put with this piece and that piece and they're never coming back together again. Did I explain it well for you? That's good enough for me. All right. Now, another thing I want to say, you, you open the podcast with so much vigor in life. <laughs> and I, I, I'm telling you, it's, it's amazing. But you know what? The reason why a lot of people got scattered because they have no focus. Right. That's it. Focus. None. None. Hmm. They have no and that's how you can tell when a preacher has scattered brain. Because they get up there and say one topic and they never touch it. Never come around. And come with five scriptures and they hit this, this subject. Yeah, that's scattered brain to me. Yeah. That's to me. And I feel that um, when we lose focus in life, mm-hmm. in the carnal, in the spiritual, in the physical, in any aspect, when you lose focus, you just messed up. You know, I, I say this, and, and every time I say it, my wife gets, she just toots her nose up and she gets upset. I say, it's amazing that you can have all the sense as a sinner, but you get into Christ and you become ignorant. The very things that you use, the concepts that you built on life for success, when you got saved, you throw it out the door. I mean, it's like, it, I don't understand how A, B, C equals Z, go to Z. One plus one equals two. But when you get into Christ, the numbers change. It's like one plus one equals 15. I don't know how they come with this, but y'all come with a new equation for life. It's like, wait a minute. God said, I have you not to be ignorant, but it seemed like you become ignorant because you forget what got you where you are. I think is, I think they're trying to be too saved. Too saved. If I do what I did when I was a sinner, I'm gonna mess up in my spiritual world. But he said he used the simple things. That's right. To confine so why not sin? No. And sometimes it can be sin. Oh no! Oh, 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 oh. Pause there. We're gonna have a problem with that. You saying sin could have uh, be a driving force to get you delivered and saved? Sin could be when you mm. in this walk, right? And sin comes upon you. Mm-hmm. And through that sin, you should learn a lesson. Oh. That should not only better you in the natural, but also in the spiritual. You should never feel that every sin of we fall into is not a it's a lesson to be learned. Right. And one that should catapult you more and more and higher and closer to God. Can can I stop you there? But I understand what you're saying. But the super saved individual, I'm representing that one in this this podcast, he or she going to see your sin 
and condone you saying that you can't resolve that until you do ABC. Do you not going to learn a lesson in sin? Because God don't work through sin. That's what they're going to teach you. But here's my thing. Who's perfect? Jesus. The only one. And if you are in this flesh, you got a certain amount of sin that press upon you daily. I didn't say that you receive and accept it, but it's pressing upon you. And sometimes, and as much holy as you say you are, you'll find yourself sinning then. You'll find yourself yielding to it just to show. But, but, but see, but then when I talk about that, saying, hey, you know what? I can understand how some people fall and come short. And they'll say, oh, you celebrating sin. No, I'm not celebrating sin. I'm just saying I have an understanding. See, that's another thing. Yeah, we shifting right here, y'all. Y'all just scattering. No, we shifting because we got to get y'all to understand something. You can't sit there and not make room for growth. You cannot say that growth is going to come or, or teach is going to come only in one way. God will use whatever it is for you to become educated in the things that you need to overcome to get to that next level. And if it's mean that you're going to fall short in something so you can repent, doggone it, it's going to happen. But the church try to teach you the only way you learn is being fixated in the Bible. I'm not saying that's not the only way. I'm saying there are more ways of learning. The Bible is a guide and it shows you past experience of people's failure and how you can look at that and try not to fall in those same traps. But at the same time, there is nothing guarantee you that everything you do is going to make sure that everything lined up. You have to have that faith. You have to believe that everything works together for them who love the Lord according to who are called. You got to believe that this is going to happen. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. I, I don't care what y'all church people say. There's some times in my walk when I don't believe what that passage say. I struggle with that passage. Let me take that back. I know that it can happen, but my faith is not fixed on it happening now. I, and I want y'all to go over and say, I don't have faith. No, I have great faith. But I have to understand, in my flesh, in me being me, there are some times when you are stuck in a situation too long, you begin to look at things through a different perspective. It's not that God can't do it, but I guarantee you're going to say, he just ain't doing it. And you know, I'm going to tell you, Apostle, uh, sometimes our best fault Bring such a pain that when we go through the pain process and find out Jesus is still there, mm -hmm. that's your greatest growth. Come on now. Come on. In our pain, in our suffering, yeah. we come to the knowledge of me and my father. Ah, Jesus is. Come on now. And know how I know it. How you know it? Because I didn't experience Come on, tell him. Don't let nobody tell you. Right. That you so safe. Mm -hmm. You so strong, you gonna fall. One thing you better realize, the devil is cunning. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And you better know, even when you fall, hmm. you got to know something spiritual is there for you to learn that I can help another brother. That's it. That's it. Or another sister. Yeah. Or another believer. Oh, I just don't know. You can get up. How you know I can get up? I got up. That's right. That's right. And believe me, you told me. It's going to hurt. Oh, it's going to hurt. It's going to hurt. You told me that. <laughs> you say, babe, it's going to hurt. But you can make it. That's it. And, and, and you said something. The Bible says to Peter, he said, Peter, he said, the devil want to shift you like we, but I pray. 
He said, but I pray that it won't happen. He said, but when you're strengthened, what he say? strengthen your brother. Strengthen your brother. See, and that's the point that that we're not getting. Yes, scatterbrained individuals. Yes, that's the problem. You don't understand when you find that victory dance that you go and you tell somebody yeah, how yeah. you overcome. The Bible says, how do you overcome the adversary? He said, by the, the blood of the lamb and your, testimony. and your testimony. You got to believe your greatest testimony is your greatest achievement. Yeah. You can tell somebody how you struggled, how you came out of it, and how you're not going back in it. That's the part that we need to make sure. We have to let them know, let the adversary know, let every voice know, I'm not going through this again. For greater is he that is in me that is in this world. You got to begin to preach to yourself because nobody's going to preach to you scattered brain like, like you can preach to yourself. You got to find that one word that echoes in your atmosphere, echoes in your mind, echoes in your spirit. You got to find that one push that tells you that you can do it no matter what. I don't care how many thoughts, how many hands are in the fire. Find that one thing, run it to the ground. Pushing it for your purpose. Going forth with your destiny. Let the world know that you are overcoming all these Thanks things. So. 1 John 4 and 4 says, ye are of God. You little children, you've already overcome this. Why? Because greater is he that is in you. The word is you've already overcome this. You got to begin to stand and testify them that I didn't choose them. I was chosen for this. I was chosen to be great. I've been chosen to do what Thanks I'm so going to do. So stand forth and let them know I may have scatterbrained for a moment, but I linked into the real resource. I found in that I went through this trial and tribulation to build up my character, yeah. build up that DNA, separating yeah. for the word. And I'm coming forth now to be the most greatest tool ever known to man because I have been chosen and equipped for this. See, y'all y'all ain't with me today. I thought I had a few people on the podcast that maybe got encouraged with understanding that I may be scattered. I may have some moments, but when I gather myself up, when I repent, when I find a deliverance, baby, I'm the most powerful tool created on this earth. I'm trying to tell somebody something. We're trying to tell you, we're not promoting you being all over the place. But if you can be in one place, be in the hands of the Almighty. Let him begin to cover you with the blood. Let him begin to speak life into you. Stop worrying about trying to prove a point to everybody else. Just prove it to God. I don't care if it's your leader, your, your, your first officer, your job. I really don't care who they are. If God is not pleased with you, baby, you are failing in every aspect. So I'm here to tell you today, yeah, I got excited because I'm tired of the now day Christian suffering over things that they could overcome. So true. You are suffering with bull crap when all you have to do is put it behind you. Just say, I'm done with this. You make a declaration in your mind that you're not going to go through this. You won't go through it. I don't care what the devil brings to you. You got to be able to say, though he slay me, yet do I trust him. You got to begin to say, I'm going to stand flat footed on the word. I'm going to begin to increase my territory. Whatever I speak, so shall it come to pass. You got to begin to challenge the very word that let it move you. Because the Bible says my word would not come back to me, boy, until it completes the assignment that it sent out to me. Yeah, I know y'all scholars said that's not word for word but you get the gist of what i'm saying i'm trying to tell you you are greater than this encourage yourself today lift up your hands lift up your voice and let
let the world know today that I'm no longer a scattered brain individual. I'm greater than this. I'm destined for purpose. I'm destined to be the greatest that I am. I am who I'm called to be. I walk in the I am spirit. I walk in the confessions of salvation. I am the most chosen one for this type of battle that I'm embarking on. I know God will not put more on that I can bear without an escape. I am walking into my escape. I'm walking into my elevation. I'm looking to the hills from where come my help. For my help coming from the Lord. You got to stop having scattered brain. You got to stop letting people tell you how to live your life. Live your life according to the Holy Spirit. Let the Holy Spirit lead and guide you into all truth. Stand flat-footed in the word. Make that word your ba uh, your, your, your bathing, your, your bath, your, your comfort, your blanket. You let the word do what it's supposed to do. Let me get off it. Go ahead, Elder. I I'm talking too much. That, no, no. It's so important. See, that's, that's, that's what we need. We need to know how to fight the enemy. We need to know the tools to use to fight the enemy. Amen. And with this podcast going on from the Apostle Johnson, we've been taught. That's it. We're teaching. And that's what we need to do. The church needs to be taught how to warfare. We don't fight the devil with fists, guns, and knives. We fight him with the unadulterated word of God. That's it. And one thing we got to realize, you said, so how we lose Calibrain, <laughs> take the blame. Take it. It's Own up me. to it. Own up to it. When David <laughs> laid with Bathsheba, That's right. he, he fasted because mm -hmm. he wanted that son to live. That's it. But when that son died, Come on now. he got up, That's right. dust himself off, clean him up, shaved, Come on. Got dressed. Yes, sir. He loose calibrated and got focused. That's it. Focus. He got focused. That's it. Back on what he was to do. That's and that's it. the same thing with us. That when we get in the bind, we, we get scalibrated. Yeah. But all we got to do is say, Lord, I'm in your hand. Wow. Wow. And when we do that and, and take into to notion what you just taught on, a lot of people don't like it. But the truth. That's it. It's gonna set us free. You know, you, 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 we on a, the other podcast that we had earlier. You said it's a mind thing. Yes. I don't understand in this day and age, and now I'm speaking from a psychologist's point of view, that we can allow our mind to be twisted as much as it is that we lose focus on the very purpose of why we confess our salvation. How is it that we allow the devil to come in and take the very focus point that we have and move us out of the picture? Because the devil is going to keep coming. The Bible tells us that we're going to have trials and tribulations. You know it's going to come. But when he comes, you are not, not focused enough to rebuke the devil. The Bible says if you resist the devil, he'll flee. How are you going to do it? You got the Bible. You got the teachers. You got people around you that can help and encourage you. But you all will not take advantage of the good teaching that is out there. It amazes me. It amazes me. Like even on this podcast right now, we'll send this out and we may get 20 listeners. I don't worry about it if it's 50 or 5,000. But if those 20 listeners would take this message and go and tell somebody about it. We'll have a greater impact of having 5 million listening to it versus them 20 who's going to do something with it. But if I had a bigger name, a bigger stage light, the podcast would be blowing up every day. Which, it doesn't matter to me because I'm not out here to receive all. You got enough people out here. I'm trying to get the one that's ready to work for kingdom. 
And I'm trying to educate you all that you got to stop letting the devil plague your mind. You got to stop letting him make you lose focus. You said you were a child of God. You said you're saved. You said you're set aside. You said you're filled with the Holy Ghost. This is you. This ain't me. This is what you're confessing. If that being said, then why is it that you're not working and operating under the gifts that comes with that connection that you spoke about? Why is it so easy for when a storm come up, you lose focus? You just drift out of sight. And it's amazing. Everybody knows when you're going through something. Everybody knows because you're the first one to get missing. You get lost. And then you'll come back. When you get yourself together, you'll come back and say, hey, pastor, I need y'all to pray for me because the devil has had his way with me. Stop lying on God and, and stop giving credit to the devil. Just admit that you gave yourself over to the ways of the world and you embraced it and enjoyed it. But when it didn't fruit uh, produce the fruits that you were looking for, you said, let me go back home. You just did a prodigal son. Involved. God blessed you with everything that you needed. You went out there and splurged on the world and then all of a sudden when you realize that the world had nothing to give you let me go back to my house where my father who got mighty mansions where my father can make a way let me go back and get some of the blessings that was bestowed upon me by my ancestors you want to go and take advantage of God See, you're the one playing the game. But let me tell you, there will be a time when accountability becomes. Because the Bible says clearly, when you make a vow unto God and don't keep it, there will be one day that he calls upon it. And when he calls upon it, you don't answer. That is a sin. Now, I don't know if that's a sin that he's going to forgive. I don't know if that's a sin that falls you into the reprobate. I don't know what that sin could be. But I'm going to tell you, I will not get in the hands of an angry God for nobody. So if I got four cents, I'm going to use them four cents getting closer to God than using the four cents to go away. I'm just saying. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying. How? How? You all got to do better than this. You, you can't. And, and y'all say, why are we preaching at you? Yeah, we throwing some words at you. Because, listen, I want y'all to understand. It's never been his desire for any of us to perish, but to have everlasting life. He wants us to get to a place where he can speak to us and we can move. But not just move with the flow, but move with authority. We let the devil know that we're coming. We're taking things back by force. We're, ta but yet we're not taking it back by force. We're taking things, period. And that's it. We're not going up there and looking for no other answers. We're speaking it and we're expecting it to come to pass. I'm not saying if it's going to be his will or that. No, no, we passed that stage. I believe that the Bible says I'm heir and joint heir of Jesus Christ. The Bible also says greater is he that is in me that's in this world. He said also, he said that I have to leave. Right? And if I leave, I send you the Holy Ghost. But then in John 14 and 12, it said, Very, very, I say, and he that believeth on me and the works that I do can do greater because I go to my Father. And I'm not saying that we're going to do all these signs and wonders, but we're supposed to reach more people with this newfound knowledge that we have that we're going to begin to share. So, yes, yes, scatterbrain. I'm trying to tell you, it's time to get focused on one thing and master that. The one thing you need to get focused on is connection in a relationship with Jesus Christ that where the Holy Ghost can lead and guide you. You need to make sure that you know that you know that you're connected with God. And if you connect with God and you have the Holy Spirit, it's going to guide you into all truth. So all those things that you were scattered around with, he'll begin to put the pieces, the puzzles together yeah. and you'll have one piece, one puzzle and one movement. I'm just saying. Wow. You saying? You saying? You know. You saying? Ain't nobody want to talk to me no more, you Elder Baker. See, that's what the podcast is about. 
I'm not trying to be your buddy nor your friend. I'm just trying to educate you and to make a change. We are both sons and daughters of the kingdom. We have a purpose to educate. The Bible says when I get new knowledge, I'm supposed to share it with my brothers and sisters. And I'm sharing you some new knowledge because I'm going to strengthen you. I'm going to encourage you. I'm going to tell you to get right and follow Christ. Don't follow man. Follow Christ. If Christ is in that man, follow him to the ends of the world as long as they stay in that right path. But believe it or not, there might be a time, no matter how good that person is, no matter how much righteous they are, you're going to have to deviate from them and go in another path because God's going to take you to a place where you're going to have to elevate and you may not elevate following behind that person. You got to be open, scatterbrained individuals, that you got a new things happening. Did he say, today I do a new thing? And it spring forth when now you got to believe that there are some changes that's coming around in this outer scatterbrainers that you're going to sit there and have to put these pieces, the puzzles together. You cannot sit back and continue to follow this trap. I was looking at um, Cat Williams. He said something so profound. Y'all can say what you want. Cat Williams said, you know what you need to do? You need to get in tune with your ace number one. You need to get in tune with your number one player. And that number one player is you. If you can't find a harmony in you, you will never be able to elevate. You will never be able to get to that next day. You need to understand the best person that you can be resides in you. And it don't reside on nobody else but you and God. So find yourself in a place, Scatterbrains, where you can come together and erase this movement that you have that's taking you all out of focus and focus on the one thing, the true and living God and the gift of the Holy Spirit to rest and rule in you and upon you that will guide you to all truth so you will be able to take the pieces of all puzzles, bring them back together and go on a journey that has been divided by God, not by no man, not by no woman and not even by yourself. Because if you seek God first, he will guide you into all truth. I'm just saying. You're saying a lot. Seek ye first. There it is. And all these other things well, will be added. Until and that is so important. Come on. And, 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 and he, he made it plain. I'm seeing his smile. Because I was scatterbrained. But I'm focusing now. And we got to realize he said at the beginning of the podcast, you can't have too many hands in the fire. Because something ain't going to get completed. Then you're going to blame somebody else for what your fault failure is. And the failure is in you. Wow. But with God here, we can come from being scattered to being wholly focused. Amen. But the only way we're going to get it is through the word of God. Wow. Wow. Listen, listen, listen. I know we went off on a little tangent, but I really don't care. Because it's my podcast and I'm going to do what I want to do because I'm grown. That's right. I'm grown. Listen, you all. It's time out. Too many people are dying, going to hell, not knowing Christ. Not saying that they didn't know of him, but they chose not to follow him or create a relationship with him. Let that not be you. If you're on this line now and you don't and you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and you would like to know more, let's get it right by connecting. Let's, let's start that relationship today. All you have to do is say your name is in the need of a connection. In the need of a relationship with you, Lord. The one who died on the cross, I mean on the cross for my sin, who raised up on the third day with all power, who his blood can wash me and cleanse me and make me whole. For the one that I know is the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. The one, if I repent my sin, is faithful to not hold them against me. I'm talking about the one that came down to die just for me that I'll live. 
If you are that one, all you have to do is confess that, Lord, I yield my all unto you. Cleanse me from the top of my head to the sole of my feet. Forgive me for all my sins and all my transgressions. Create a newness in me. Lord, I confess that I want to be your child. And I denounce the connection and relationship I had with sin and the adversary. <clears throat> that today I ask you that you welcome me to be your child. And Lord, if you do that, I'll be faithful to give you my all. And I ask you that you continue to educate me in the things of you. That I will continue to be your child. And if you said this and you believe it from sincerity in your heart. I will say this, that you are saved. Now I ask you that you continue on this path. And find a church to teach the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Let that pastor or overseer, or minister, or leader, let them know that it was on this podcast that you gave your life to Christ. Let them know that you confess your soul unto salvation. And let them continue on the journey to help you that you may attain the connection and relationship with the Holy Spirit. Where once you receive the Holy Spirit, the Bible says in Romans 8 and 9 that he said, without the Holy Spirit, you're not mine. But if you connect with it, he said, you become heir and join heir. Romans 8 and 17. He said, in Galatians, he said, I give you the spirit to be adopted sons and daughters. He give you the power and the blessings of the connection. And with that, he gives you also the understanding that as long as there are stars in the skies and sand on the ground, you will always receive the blessings of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Would that mean you'll be forever blessed? And there will be a point in time as you go forth in the connection that the blessings will run you down. I'm here to tell you now we celebrate you today because the Bible tells me even heaven rejoices now because you gave your life to Christ. And we bless you for that. So if you don't have a church home and you're looking for one and you're in the South Florida area, you can always come down here and hang with me at the Birthplace International Ministry in Goose, Florida. We always have an opening door where God's calling on your life is giving birth. We're here not to chastise you, but we're here to develop you and help you to get to a closer relationship with God. It is our purpose here to develop the gift in you, to send you out, to be a voice, be, be a spoken uh, vessel unto God, be a new and ambassador of the word, or better yet, just be a saint, one that if the sky cracked, you will make it home. And if you decided not to make Jesus Christ your Lord and Savior, I want to leave you with this message. There will be a time when the ground would shake and the sky will open and with a sound from heaven, a trumpet would blow. And the Bible says when that happened, the dead in Christ shall rise first and those that were left behind in a twinkle of an eye will be transitioned and transformed into a newness. But for you all that did not receive him at that time, seven years of torment will you have. And on the time when the trumpet blows and you are left behind, that very second, a beast would arise. One, they said, with a scorpion tail that would stick you and the horses with fire would breathe on you. They said that you would long desire to die, but not be afforded the opportunity. And if you take the mark of the beast forever, you're damned to hell. There will be a second awakening when he will come back and he will pick up those who suffered through the storm and did not yield unto the beast. And then you will join those that have been elect has been left. But I tell you this, why wait till the seven years when you could do it on the first pass? So I ask you again, you can yield and give yourself to Christ. Today is the day that you hear his voice. Hearken then, for tomorrow is not promised to you. And there's also a passage in the Bible that old Lazarus and the, and the rich ruler both died at the same time. The rich ruler found and opened his eyes in heaven, I mean hell, and Lazarus was in the bosom 
of Abraham. And they say that a rich ruler looked up to heaven and say, hey, can you bid old Lazarus to come and just give a little drop of water upon my tongue? And Abraham said, I'm sorry I can't accommodate you because the distance between you and I are too great. Even if I wanted to, we could not pass. He said, well, do me this favor, the rich ruler said. He said, go and tell my family <laughs> about where I'm at. That they would not come and be a part of this. And Abraham with his wisdom said, if they didn't hearken to me while you were living, they won't hearken to me while you're dead. So that being said, here is the day of reckoning. Change your life and give your life to Christ. But if you don't, you can't say that we didn't try. So we ask you now that you go forth and do as God has led you. You all that are saved, thank you for joining the camp. And for you all that still are straddling the fence, straddle on. For one day you will make a decision. Always remember, this is the day of planning. Maybe God will let somebody come and water you. But at the end of the day, we pray that God will get the increase in your life. But if not, blessings until we speak again. Podcast. <laughs> Apostle JT's on the line. And I'm out of here. Peace.